This is Revisiting Haven. Hey, Havenites. This is Amy J. And with me today, of course, is... Hi, this is Amy S. The other Amy. Hey, guys. We are down to our final three podcasts, including today. And how bittersweet is that, Amy? I know. We only have two Thursdays of Haven left. We have... uh episode um 524 this week and then the series finale 25 and 26 next week crazy 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 crazy. and i don't know where the time went i don't know how we got to this point but we're going to talk about uh episode 523 right which was written by um shireen razak which amazing job and we'll get to that we'll talk about that it also happened to be the 75th episode of haven which is awesome because there's 78 episodes um and but before we do that let's just make sure there's no haven news I really, I don't have anything, Amy. We do, uh, we would be remiss though if we didn't thank Brian Milliken for joining us uh, this past Thursday on The Blab and talking Haven with us and also thanking all the fans who logged in or tuned in who have watched the replay. So thank you everyone who was involved in that. Absolutely. Um, I can't thank Brian, Brian enough for taking not, not just the time, but the efforts because Blab is a beta version. And so uh-huh. for him to be patient enough and ready enough to, to work with us on that, um, yeah, you guys don't understand. He really went through a lot to get that, make that happen. Yeah. So I appreciate yeah. it. So yes, a huge uh, thank you to Brian as always. He's he's so awesome, and we'll p- include the link to that in our show notes if anybody wants to watch it. Brian did drop a few uh, hints and gave us a lot more in- inside information on Haven overall. Yes, and what you might see uh, in the upcoming episodes. Um, he talked about some of the past episodes. And, you know, it was actually a great conversation. Uh, we were supposed to only go for uh, 30 minutes. I think we went for like 45 or something yeah, like that. Right. Yeah. We just couldn't stop talking. So um, do check out the replay. You guys will enjoy that. And, you know, then we went straight into Haven, which was a very uh, revealing episode. I love this episode. It was so different. Oh, tons of more reveals. Obviously, this was our fourth episode from the end. So we're getting more and more reveals. And You know, the thing about Haven this season, Amy, and as we are going further along in season 5B, the stakes are just getting higher and higher and amped up and amped up. And I mean, well, we know based on Duke's vision that, you know, if Croatoan wins, it's going to be a cataclysmic ending and uh, it's not going to be good for anybody. So we know what's at stake here. Um, I think our our characters know right now. Yeah, I think everybody's finally on the same page with what the stakes are and what there there doesn't seem to be any secrets. One thing we got from Brian is, you know, a lot of this stuff, um, like the fact that Nathan is James's father, is Mm -hmm. revealed off screen. And so, you know, characters know it. So right now, everybody kind of knows everything, what's happening. And this episode marked the downhill run that they're doing. Right. Everything's on a fast pace. And this was the first episode where we saw them actually try to build the barn. So we'll have to talk about that as we move along. Um, yeah, I think that, you know, Nathan and Audrey are almost singularly focused on getting the barn built because that's the way they're going to end the troubles, cure everybody and defeat Croatoan. It's really more about defeating Croatoan at this point. Um, and in doing so, you know, the result will be curing the troubles and uh, a beautiful haven future for everybody. Absolutely. So uh, what should we talk about first? Should we start with Laverne? Well, why don't we do um, why don't we do Vince? Vince? Okay, let's talk about Vince. Poor Vince. Um, I think he's really suffering, obviously, from the death of his brother Dave. Um, Vince feels guilty, right? He feels he should have done something. He feels everybody knows that 
everybody's looking at Vince, thinking Vince should have known Dave was possessed by Croatoan. Um, poor Vince, he's just rattled with guilt and um, and sadness, and he's 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 kind of going down a mini spiral without his brother. Yeah, he pulled a, a I think it was a knife uh, yeah. on everyone, and then you know the guilt just kind of came out. I know what you're thinking, and honestly, I don't think anybody was thinking that. It's right. just he feels so bad, and yeah. you made a good point. Um, the fact that he's so out of character at this point is evidence of how out of it he is. Yeah, the fact that uh, Amy mentioned she thought that Vince looked a little out of character in this episode, I didn't really agree with that. But if anybody thought that, to me, that just uh, underscores his pain over the loss of his brother, and he's he's at a loss. He's, he doesn't know what to do. I mean, grief is a very, very powerful emotion. He's been with his brother his whole life. I mean, they worked together. They lived together. They were roommates, right? Um yeah, and and when you told me that, I was like, you know what? That's you're right. That that yeah. makes sense. He's on his own downward spiral um, right. with that loss. I mean, because it's probably the biggest loss he's had since he lost his family. Right, and I appreciated Gloria being there for him and trying to help him get through it and telling him how to mourn and uh, you know this is a tough thing to get through, but you'll do it and stay with me and you need to mourn him. And Gloria talking about how she mourns her son. Um, and we should also mention, you know, that was. One instance where Duke did kill a person who wasn't on the brink of death. Remember, Duke had to kill Gloria's son over the crying baby trouble. Yeah, to um, save the town and to yeah. save um, the baby. Right. Gloria's son was the father of the crying baby. And um, that was one instance where that father was willing to sacrifice his own life to save all of Haven. And Duke, you know, unwillingly, yeah, unwillingly had to kill that, kill the father. Um, it was a so that, it, it was a I'm, great scene uh, between Gloria and Vince because yeah. it shows you know the old coot staying together the old guard if you will yeah. protecting the town trying to still fight the good fight right they had that and then they did they had that scene at the end in the bullpen of the PD towards the end of the episode where what you're just saying there Amy so yeah they had a couple of very touching scenes yeah and and so it was great to see the PD back. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to get things going. Nathan's on this mission. And uh, Laverne, we finally see a picture of who Laverne is. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about Laverne, Amy. Okay. Um, well, in real life, her name is Stephanie Duell, And she is a supervising producer on Haven. She's been with Haven since day one. And uh, Amy and I were lucky enough to get to meet her briefly when we were on set. And she's a great gal. She's fantastic. Um, she's really yeah. nice. Yeah. Whip smart. Uh doesn't mess around just like Laverne. Because exactly. you could tell in this episode, right, yeah. um, Laverne wasn't trying to have anything. She was just not having anything from the guard. Well, she's sassy and she's direct. She's kind of humor. She's kind of like a Gloria Jr. or something. She's like, no nonsense, chop, yeah. chop, get to it. Yeah, and she was frustrated. And um, let me ask you something. Cause, uh, so we see that the Hollow Holloway trouble comes up. Right. Right, and it she's hit by it and so she is absorbed by the police station right so let me ask you because i i feel like i've missed this when did her trouble activate well we don't we know how we don't know exactly when we know duke said that wade had oh oh i know i know audrey says it was the stress of croatoan and trying to secure the building that that's what activated it oh yes okay has that line i don't have it written down um but it was the stress of the situation right then and there. That's what brought it out. Which makes sense given how 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 frustrated she was with right. everyone. Um, okay. Yeah. And, and, and I think I missed I, that. And I'm glad yeah. you cleared that up. 
And Laverne feels a sense of duty, I think, to protect the PD and protect her officers. We know she's always been protective of Nathan and Audrey. and um, Very protective of Nathan and Audrey because she absolutely. keeps yeah. Audrey separated from Nathan, even Nathan, uh, yeah. in the beginning. And, you know. <laughs> when Audrey gets locked in that office, I, I first thought maybe it was Croatoan. I think our characters thought it was Croatoan, yeah. too. They all thought it was Croatoan. It turned out it was Laverne trying to communicate with Audrey. Right. And, and the whole picking up the phone and the, and the buzz thing, that was me. Yeah. That, that was, that's painful. <laughs> oh yeah. When the, the, when Audrey first picked up the phone, it was real. But I would like to say Audrey are, you know, our sharp as attack Audrey with the troubles. Uh, Audrey went from that opening scene with Nathan where she doesn't know what to do with the, the aether core and the controller and she's at a loss. And then just a few minutes later, she's back to Audrey. She's solving the troubles. She's figuring out it's Laverne. She's figuring out how to communicate with her. Um, I mean, Audrey was on it this whole episode, right? Yes. Aside from the little building the barn part, but it was no, nice she to was. see Audrey, do, Audrey at her strength, you know? She was. And I, I loved I loved Laverne and Laverne's efforts to uh, protect everyone and to do anything. And let's talk a little bit about the the photography in this in this episode. Yeah, the, the different cameras. look and feel. The different look and feel of this episode. I, I loved, loved it. it. Yeah? yeah. See, we, yeah. we said it at the same time. Loved uh, it. Loved the black and white, loved the, um, it was very clear to us that we were seeing through the camera that Laverne was controlling. Um, I even loved on the laptops when they, sh when Laverne was showing all the different um, scenes from the cameras that were mounted around the building and the interior and the exterior, you know, so they could keep an eye on what was going on and keep Audrey safe and try to, try to keep her protected from Croatoan. Right, the cutaways. Yeah, I mean, it was awesome. I loved it all. I loved the little digital counters in the corner that told us it was the security cams. Yeah, um, overall, um, wonderful, wonderful job. Yeah, top notch as always. Even the cell phones, you know. Yeah, that they were doing, and so, you know, when they went to the cell phone, basically for when Al, the character Alex, uh huh, uh, goes down and goes down with Duke to try and turn the power back on. Right. So remember, Alex was in the season five B premiere. Yes, he was. And um, who was he played by? Oh, Vince. No, no. Uh, Victor oh, Vic, Zink. Vic. Yeah. Victor Zink Jr., who, uh, if you're a fa fan of The 100, like I am, was okay. also in that. He played Dax. Um, okay. So he's back in this episode, and we see him, and we see his temper. Towards Duke. Yeah, his, his irritation, if you will, with yeah. Duke. And, and I love how Duke handled it. <laughs> he just kind of brushed it off with his own sass comments, and it was great. Yeah, and at one point in time, uh, yeah, Duke had a couple sassy comments to him. I see you finally manned up, and then he said uh, in another scene, oh, well, well, we're going to hug it out. <laughs> right, overall. and and But even going down with the cameras there, um, loved it, loved how they did all that. So wonderful job with the photography and, and how they did that. And the best part yeah. is when our favorite character comes back. Howard? And, yes, and oh, you see the, the crystal, and so you see it from – the security cam and you also see the computer uh-huh and you see them in the front so it's like it's very inception like yeah yeah the number of uh screens you saw but yes mm -hmm. howard came back this episode i know and was anybody really expecting that i think there was talk was he dead is he alive what's happened to him um but who so he's the controller howard is the controller of the barn i did not see that part coming yeah. And he takes his orders. He's programmed by Charlotte. He can only take orders from Charlotte, but she's dead. He's there to protect Mara. And um, he I, can't talk to an overlay. I am all, he, I am here for Howard's 
not discuss his annoyance with Nathan. You shot me. <laughs> You're just funny. an overlay and you shot me. Right. I, I am here for that because he was not trying to have it. I'm not talking to you because you, you shot, shot me. Get over it. Gotta I'm be so kidding sorry. me. I know. And Nathan's frustration. We're like, come on. I make one mistake. <laughs> well, but he does. Audrey summons him a second time. Right. And she's able to convince him that um, I'm not an overlay. Um, Mara's gone. Charlotte's gone. You have to work with me. And uh, Nathan says a couple words to him as well. And they are able to convince him to help them, right? To yes. build the barn. And I was kind of surprised. It was like, here's the Aether Core. Build it right now. I didn't think they were going to build it right then and there so quickly. But Well, uh, and, and from what Audrey was saying, I, it appears that the new barn was going to be the police station. Well, it would look like the police station, right? How appropriate is that, though, right? Yeah. It, it's yeah. very fitting. And so um, they're unable to do it, though. They're unable to do it because the Aether core was compromised. Right. By? Acid. By, which was, I, Duke did that while he was under the spell of Croatoan, right? Yes. Okay, so let's talk about Duke. Well, first of all, can we talk about that scene with Nathan and Duke uh, before Duke went black eyes on us? Um, they, Nathan and Duke kind of have that moment, that quiet moment amongst the calm, and they kind of reminisce about their childhood. The, and, you mean the scene that showed how far those two have come? Yes. And but how misunderstood say, they are with each other? Yes. I just thought that whole reminiscing story was kind of a nice breather amongst the chaos of what we're trying to do in this particular episode, you know? It was a little bit of a, a nice spell of a... Um, you know, just take a break and remember the friendship of these two characters. Because by the end of the episode, it wasn't looking too good. <laughs> no, absolutely. I think this, and I hope it's not, um, it may have been the last uh, <laughs> lighthearted scene we have for a bit. And the thing is, I think you're right. I think that scene served many purposes. One, it was a reminder to us that these guys have been there for each other. Uh -huh. um, and also for 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 them to kind of remember when they go through these dark times, hey, we've been there for each other. We don't talk about it, but there it is. Right. And we're and they're kind of fighting their fate in a way that they yeah. make their own fate. You know, that came out in that conversation too. So uh, we'll have to see as the, if there was some foreshadowing in that. And, um, well, talking about Duke, Amy, what did you think? I mean, he gets... I, I refuse to believe that that is Duke. That okay. is that is possessed Duke. Uh huh. Um, I don't. I'm. I'm. <laughs> well, he has the black eyes, which to me means uh, Croatone is controlling him. Yes, I think that's an indicator of the black eyes. We talked a bit about the black eyes previously, and Brian touched on it a bit when we ha uh, talked to him Thursday in the blab. Um, I'm not sure I've 100 percent got it, but I think the black eyes is when uh, Croatone's got him. I'm going to say that it's not confirmed. It right. would make sense, right? The black, yeah. the black mist, all that stuff. But look, there's so many questions. One, did Duke knowingly lie about the fact that he can only use a trouble once? Okay, I agree with you. I am a little, yes. Because he only used his trouble twice once Croatoan got him. Right. 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 He had black eyes when he was able to use it more than once. That's not to say clear eye Duke couldn't. I'm just saying, did he know that, though? Um, I, I don't think he did, but that might be a minor point. I don't know. I mean, because right now, yeah. Nathan thinks that he lied. Everyone thinks that 
Duke is lying about these things that he's able to do and that he has this uh, black eye thing and that this is that he's doing these things. But how much of it is Duke a prisoner within himself Mm -hmm. doing this? And when he got that phone call, you knew that was Croatoan. That was Croatoan. And so what if that triggered everything that happens afterwards and he's unable to fight it? Yeah. You see him Uh with clear eyes when after he, as dark eyes killed the acid trouble guy, Carl, Carl, um, you see him with clear eyes when he comes and meets Alex, right? That's after he did the killing thing, after the phone call and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but how much is that him as black eyes being able to prevent him from, from telling the truth, you know? Yeah. Well, that's interesting because if he, he killed Carl and then he was all clear eyed and they were trying, that was right before he kills Carl, they find the body. Um, then Laverne locks Audrey in the police station and, and Nathan was actually working with Duke to try and get Audrey out of that little office that she was locked in. She was locked in Laverne's office, excuse me. Um, and he was clear eyed then, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So. And, and that, again, that was after the death stuff. So it's like, yeah. hmm. What exactly going on? Well, and, and that's the thing that's unclear because when he talks to Audrey, when he says, this is me, this is my, when he has that. Okay, guys, when we were on set last year, Amy and I saw the scene in the police station where Duke, Black Eyed Duke, it, it, he had clear eyes when they filmed it. What? goes around and says, Audrey. And all the other characters are frozen. Not enough credit goes to that, how long they held that pose and how many times they held that pose. Yeah. Because they held it, that whole, the whole scene. Yeah. And when we we talked to um, Jane and Richard, we were able to ask them a smidge about, you know, how hard was that to do? Um, So that is uh, props to all of them. Absolutely, Amy, for sure. And it, it it was a great job. It was just, what? You know, yeah, and um, Justine, who was uh, one of the uh, guard members, um, was in that scene, and she said how hard, how heavy that gun was, and how difficult that was to hold. And she tweeted, did that out as well, I believe. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a great job by everyone to hold that pose. But yeah, what was Duke doing? He was walking amongst them with that crazy voice, and he had the black eyes. Um, when we saw it filmed again, I mean, we didn't know what was going on. He didn't have the black eyes then, but in the episode, we saw that. Um, so it's con- is con- uh, Croatoan just kind of making him get into his deep subconscious where he cannot fight this fate that he believes he has to kill people or uh, you know he's controlling him somehow though right mm-hmm. yeah yeah and you know what I have to say with Duke uh, being under that spell that the biggest thing to me in this whole entire episode Amy was that Duke brought Audrey to Croatoan that was the thing in this episode that I was just, oh my gosh, I just dropped my jaw. Um, that, you know, Audrey and Duke and their friendship and all they've been through and Audrey always believing in Duke and helping him fight it. And Audrey wanted to get out and talk to Duke and help him uh, say, you're not really this person. And he grabs her and takes her away and she wakes up and she's talking to him in the house. Right. And then in the next scene, Croatoan's right there. Um, yeah, and the thing is, though, and this is why I refuse to believe that that is Duke, who we know, you know, everything Audrey is saying uh-huh. is Duke. Um, I'm going to, Black-Eyed Duke, I, I believe that's Black-Eyed Duke. That everything is, that's being said a- is from Black-Eyed Duke. I agree with you. Because here's um. the thing. Why didn't he flip to Clear-Eyed Duke? 
Can he yeah. only use the troubles when he goes black eyed? Um, is there that influence that we don't know about? And so uh, it's interesting. I think we're going to get more answers in this next episode for sure. Yeah, but I, yeah, it's like Croatone is playing with the depths of his psyche or something, you know, <laughs> or something but, or, or covering it or has yeah. brought it out of him. I don't yeah. know. I, but yeah. I, I refuse to believe uh, that it's him. It may be more difficult right now, but I think he's he's fighting a battle within. Yes, and Croatoan's um, capitalizing on that or taking advantage of that. And I don't know, will Audrey be able to talk Duke down? What, what's going to happen? Will Croatoan win control of Duke? I think I would like to believe that Duke can find it within himself. He does have that heart of gold, and I'd like to see him be able to fight Croatoan and find that and um, overcome all this, but it's not going to be that easy. No, no. And it's interesting to see uh what happens uh-huh you know and and because this is going to affect nathan who thinks that duke has been lying about all these things but right. again is duke lying or is black eyed duke lying that's true and and like you said amy what's going to happen and, and just bringing up nathan again we duke's future his fate we have always thought was that he dies at the hands of someone with the guard tattoo well is that Vince? Is that Nathan? Does that not come to be? And he doesn't die at the hands of someone with a guard tattoo. Um, holy smokes. I don't know. Yeah. And, and the thing is, you got to keep in mind, there is no Aether Core now or no functioning Aether Core. Right. Right. They still have the controller, but they don't have Audrey. Right. Pretty sure Audrey is the one that had to have them in their hands to, to kind of make this happen. To summon, yeah. To summon a Howard. So... Right. Now what? Everyone's kind of in this state of panic. Right. So how are they going to build the barn? Is that, to your point, Amy, is that option off the table now? It's not even something they can do? Yeah. And who else can Croatoan control? Because now he's out there. He's in Haven as a mist, as William Shatner portrays him, you know, Mm -hmm. in that character. He's controlling Duke. Who else can he control? Interesting. I think Duke is the one he needs, though, right? I think Duke is the one he needs. Duke was the one created right. to be his tool, his right hand, right. if you exactly. will. However, the Aether for him because he needs the Aether to survive. Yeah. However, how many other people will he control and then kill um, in his quest to, you know what? I, we don't even know what his quest is, except that he likes to eat, feed off troubles. Yeah, we we just know he was a scientist and he went bad and he went to the dark side, so to speak, and was banished into the void. Um, but I, I, I want to get the answers, of, you know, Croton's relationship to Mara and the troubles. And I think that's coming. But yeah, we don't know. We got so many questions right now, Amy. <laughs> so we'll have to tune in next week. We've got um, episode 524 written by Nick Parker, the widen, widening gyre, um, and see where it takes us, right? Very, very exciting. And guys, tune in. Because more answers are coming. And then we have the two-hour series finale, which, yes. of course, we will be live tweeting and, you know, Mark- just kind of getting ready for it. And, yeah, and here's the thing, right? We're heading towards the finale. And there's going to be a lot of emotions. There's going to be a lot of things. Some things to keep in mind. One, they were able to fill, according to Brian and a lot of people, they were able to film the ending they wanted. Right. They were able to film the ending the Sam and Jim envisioned. When they created this series Haven a number of years back. So 
Whatever's happening has been in the works for a while. And yeah, so this ending that we are going to get is the ending that they knew before they even started filming Haven. Yes. And so, you know, keep that in mind. Keep your keep in mind that Haven is a place of mystery, romance and the unexpected. Yes. And sometimes you have to view things in different ways. Yes. So keep a positive mind, keep a positive outlook and, you know, just kind of enjoy the ride, guys. Good advice. All right. Till next time, guys, when we talk about 525, no, 4. 524. 524. 524. We're out. This is Revisiting Haven.